What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. He's the Southern Rhyme Slinger whose unique style changed the game. Ludacris broke into hip-hop as an Atlanta radio DJ. But when he flipped his skills into rapping, his voice fell on deaf ears. But Ludacris refused to take no for an answer and through sheer perseverance parlayed his quick-witted raps into an award-winning music and acting career that brought him millions. But behind the women and the caviar, Ludacris suffered through intense personal hardships. Now, for the first time publicly, Ludacris is opening up about the father he loved, the controversy that's always followed him, and the drive that carried him to the top. This is Ludacris, the story behind the music. It's summertime 2013, and Ludacris is at home in Atlanta, Georgia. Despite being in the public eye, Ludacris has remained fiercely private. But he's finally ready to open up about his life. Ludacris is behind the music was supposed to happen like five years ago, but I was holding off because I, I didn't want to tell this story. Everybody always thinks it's all glitz and glamour and everything is all good all the time. Now nah, it's some it's some extreme issues and some extreme problems going on in my life. Ludacris was born Christopher Brian Bridges in Champaign, Illinois in September 1977. And from day one was instilled with a strong work ethic. I come from a family of what I would say go-getters. I feel like I was genetically predisposed to having this ambition. His mother, Roberta Shields, was an economics student at the University of Illinois and conceived Chris with her college sweetheart, a business major named Wayne Bridges. Wayne was the kind of guy that come up behind you and grab you and wrestle you to the floor with kisses. My dad, hilarious. His life lessons were out of the ordinary. You know, I remember us having the birds and bees conversation. It was like sex, you know, it's something that you're gonna get into and it feels good, son. It feels good. 
Queen and Roberta never married, but raised their only child together in a loving home infused with music. I would wake up in the morning, my father would be playing music, everything from Frankie Beverly and Mays to Michael Jackson to Prince, it became a part of me. I was born into this lifestyle, this is what I was made for. Despite Wayne's love for his family, there was another side to Chris's father, a hard-drinking alcoholic. You know, his personality changed. He was very controlling, um, so that became a problem. You know, you want someone just to stop. I asked him to make a choice, us or the, the, the alcohol, and, um, you know, he wasn't able to do that. That's when I was aware that there was a real problem with the alcoholism. Wayne continued to drink, so Roberta set out on her own with their only son. And when Chris's dad soon found a job in Atlanta, mom found the natural separation easier to explain to her son than sharing the details of his father's illness. You know, I kind of was mad at my father because I could not understand why he left and, you know, why I couldn't see him as much as I wanted to see him. Did I take it out on anyone? I feel like I took it out in, in my love, and that was, at the time, music. I was nine years old, and I just remember LL Cool J, I'm bad. The aggressiveness of it, his tone, everything. I just remember from that day forward, it was like that was it for me. As a young rapper growing up in Oak Park, Chris joined a troupe of fledgling MCs who spit their way all over Chicago. Rapping was just like a second nature. They had this group, it was called Tic-Tac-Toe. They were rapping. They had their own little crew. But it was Chris who emerged as the group's lead MC. Every day it was, it was a new line, or it was a new metaphor, or it was a new simile, or it was a new catchphrase. Chris kept getting better every single day. From there it became a, a young career. While Chris immersed himself in Chicago's hip-hop scene, it wasn't only mom who was tracking his progress. Though Chris lived with me, his father was very much in his life. I won't say that he was an absentee father, not at all. Though they lived in different cities, Chris would talk to his father during the winter and would spend his summers in Atlanta. But it soon became clear the seasonal trips weren't enough. Chris said, Mom, I've lived with you for a while. I want to live with Dad for a while, too. I loved my mother with all my heart, but as a young boy, of course, I wanted to be with my father and wanted to be around a man and understand what manhood was all about. It was hard for me, however, it sounded reasonable. Wayne was many persons. He wasn't just this alcoholic. Wayne was um, an amazing father, full of life and full of love and brilliant. So that's where I began the Atlanta, Georgia chapter of my life. As Chris joined his father in Atlanta, what he found in the dirty South would fuel his fire and guide him on a journey that would forever change his life. When I started hearing about all these groups like ABC and Criss Cross getting discovered in Atlanta, Georgia, where my father lived, I was like, man, I can rap just as good, if not better, than all of these individuals, so it's my time. The permanent move down South exposed Chris to Wayne's destructive habits and answered some questions he had about his childhood. I finally realized why my father and my mother split up. I understood he had a drinking problem. My dad would, would say false promises all the time. We're going to make sure we do this or we're going to go to this place. And a lot of the times it wouldn't happen. 
it was a difficult time, it would definitely break my spirit down. So I just wrote, you know what I mean? I wrote about my life, I wrote about everything. Chris's writing was his therapy, and he turned it into rhyme, rapping his way through Banneker High School in College Park, Georgia, quickly falling in with a crew that included a fellow student rapper named Lil Fate. Oh man, high school rap was everything, you know? Every chance we got to rap, we was rapping. I was into my studies, but at the same time, I just loved to rap. College Park, Georgia, Banneker High School. This is it. Put your hazards on, man. So the Banneker mascot is the Trojans, so, and we, we use Trojans, so this is like, it's a good thing, man. This is where it all started. This is where, where I met my ace right here. Every time lunch would let out, we'd get as big of a crowd around us as possible, spit nothing but rap. Talk about money, women, and clothes. Then we didn't really have as much, but now we actually got it. So, you know, fake it until you make it. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> Rule number one. <laughs> Rule number one in rap, rap business. Fake it till you make it. With an unusual chaotic flow and a unique rhyme pattern, Chris began calling himself Ludacris. And when he and Fate graduated from Banneker in 1995, they joined forces with another aspiring local rapper named I-20. The trio called themselves Disturbing the Peace. I used to sleep on the floor and Fate would sleep on this couch, man. And uh, we didn't have a whole lot of money, but we had a, a dream that we shared, you know. We was going to do everything it took to make it. In 1995, a brand new radio station devoted entirely to rap was inaugurated in Atlanta. Eager to get on the air, Ludacris set up a meeting with Hot 97.5's young music director and on-air personality, Shaka Zulu, and played him some of the homemade cuts he was working on with DTP. It was good, really good, but you know, it wasn't quite where it needed to be, you know, for, for the airwaves. Undaunted, the precocious MC figured out another way into the station, an unpaid internship with Hot 97's morning show. You got artists, you got producers, you have so many music industry people that come through to a radio station every single day. It was like a means to an end. I had plotted it out. I just said, I'm going to try and infiltrate the system. He was super skinny with this huge afro. I mean, huge afro, like one of the biggest I've ever seen, but totally cool guy. Thanks to Luda's charisma and skills, he soon became a personality on the show named Chris Lova Lova. He was always the master of the punchline. I mean, and he could take a, a situation and kind of make it into a rap. He just had a, a very loud presence that, that really worked incredibly for radio. It worked so well, the station teamed him up with another radio personality named Poon Daddy and gave them their own show called Future Flavors. And then they added Lala, which has made it diverse. It was just a huge deal. Future Flavors was the number one show in Atlanta, and Chris was definitely the captain of that ship and just led the entire show. Coming up, Ludacris's fantasy becomes reality when Behind the Music continues. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Over the next two years, Chris Lava Lava became one of the hottest DJs in hip-hop. But he wasn't entirely satisfied. My goal from day one was to give people my music, and I never lost sight of what I was really there for. Whenever I wasn't working, I would use the production room where people would cut commercials as my personal studio because at the time I did not have money. Sometimes I'd have to wait all night just for somebody to get out of there. And I would go in and record my demos, whether it be over other instrumentals or over original music. And that's how I came about making music. I was just extremely ambitious and extremely driven. Ludacris was now poised to go out under his own name, keeping Fate and I-20 in his crew. And when he played Shaka some new cuts and asked him to be his manager, the man who once turned him down now had a simple answer. Let's go. Let's rock. Joining the management team was Shaka's brother, Jeff Dixon. And together, they caught their first big break in late 1997, when super producer Timbaland was at Hot 97 and heard Luda on the air. I heard a little skit like... Something like a, like a, something, something loving who you are, something to double on the phone to bar. And I'm like, this guy is a character. He's going to blow. Tim was working on his debut album as a rapper and invited Ludacris to his studio in Virginia to cut a record. I had this beat. The first beat I had, Chris turned me down like, that ain't it. I'm like, you mean, that ain't it. <laughs> Chris and Tim settled on a different beat and created a cut they called Fat Rabbit. I looked at it as, you are the biggest thing since American cheese. Do you realize that? I mean, Jesus Christ, it's Timbaland. It was like, okay, it's gonna go from here. But it, it wasn't the way we were anticipating. While the album went gold, Luda's record was only a regional hit failing to chart nationally and making no headway with the major labels. For Ludacris, he was still just a well-known DJ named Chris Lava Lava, with his own show 
and his own set of problems. I just remember one day we were on the radio and he told me he had to leave the radio station. He was like, I got a call that my dad's walking up and down Old National Highway and he's drunk. And that for me was a moment I'll never forget because that was the first time he talked about it and he was embarrassed and he was hurt and he had to leave his job to go get his dad off the side of the road. In terms of me growing older and understanding and wanting him to get help, I came to him plenty of times, plenty of times, for the love that I had for him and just begging him to stop drinking. And eventually in life, I had to understand that this is why they call it a disease. Alcoholism is a disease. Yeah, very serious disease. And he wouldn't stop. By the beginning of 1999, Ludacris was a well-known 22-year-old Atlanta radio DJ and budding rapper. Determined to get signed, Ludacris was cutting demos and looking for a gift from the hip-hop gods. Instead, he got a beat from his local barber. I work in a, a shop, you know, I cut hair. That's, what, that's how I make my money. Chris used to come through there. He had an afro, I would line him up. Back then, I used to just make beats. So I let Chris hear this, this track. Next time I seen him, he had a hook. What's Your Fantasy was part of a collection of sexually laced tracks Luda created that showed off his unique flow and comical style. Calling the homemade album Incognito, he and his manager Shaka Zulu shopped it to the major labels, but no one took him seriously. Okay. He could have said he worked at Pizza Hut. Like, that's cool. But coming from radio, they look at it like, no, you're just a radio DJ. You can't, you can't possibly be able to rap, for real. I wrestled with this idea that this really famous DJ was all of a sudden a recording artist. I wasn't convinced. In August of 99, Ludacris made a bold and risky move. Using his own hard-earned cash, he decided to release Incognito independently under his own newly formed label. That was the day I became a man, is when I put my balls on the table and I said, I'm gonna put this album out. It was either now or never. Luda's next move was even more ingenious, using none other than his radio alter ego, Chris Lava Lava. Chris ain't no dummy. Chris can get on the radio and say, hi, this is Chris Lava Lava. Make sure you check out that new Ludacris song, What's Your Fantasy? I really like that. And then people be like, hey, well, Chris Lava Lava like it, let me go check it out. By this time, I knew so many people in radio in different cities. I called all of my partners around the country and asked them to play this song. What's Your Fantasy spread like wildfire, resonating with hip-hop fans practically overnight. I eventually went on to sell 50,000 copies without a record deal on my own. My first big check, $350,000. My life changed overnight. When I tell you I had every major record label calling me on my cell phone. I have no idea how they even got my cell phone number. The preeminent hip hop label, Def Jam, called the most and signed Luda to spearhead their newest imprint, Def Jam South. One of the happiest days of my entire life was the day that I signed my Def Jam contract in the radio station while I was still on the air. In October of 2000, Def Jam simply repackaged Incognito and released it under a new name called Back for the first time. The album went three times platinum. Sweet revenge for a rapper very few people believed in just a few months before. I heard that song and said, oh my God, Chris Lover Lover 
has a smash. <laughs> Special thing about Christian's period was just the originality. His flow was like something we hadn't heard before. He started to develop a personality, and you knew that was a ludicrous verse, and you knew that was a ludicrous song, and you knew that was ludicrous walking down the street. I feel like the Lord just wants to test you out to see how disciplined you're gonna be for a certain amount of time, and then he's like, all right, you, you paid your dues. I'm gonna open the floodgates for you right now. And that's what happened. The ride they took us was a very, very powerful and very profitable and successful one. First seven-figure check, even better, of course, than the 350000 I received on my own. This time around, I kind of went crazy. I bought a plane, cars with TVs in the gas tank, you know what I mean? Like, st stupid stuff. I mean, literally, he had a car that had about, like, I want to say 40 TVs in it. Every headrest, the steering wheel. Why'd I put a TV in the gas tank? Because when I was pumping my gas, I wanted to be able to watch television. I'm telling you, all of it changed my life, man. I love to travel. For you to step to another continent and people recognizing you and going crazy, there's no way to put that in words of, the, of that feeling. That's the greatest thing about traveling. But you start realizing that there's no place like home. And the strip clubs in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> the Atlanta strip club is one hell of an experience. Some of the best chicken wings in the world, some of the best steaks, lobster. You know, there was just more ass slapping. Instead of two cheeks on your leg, you have four, two on each leg, you know. Despite Luda's well-publicized affinity for strip clubs, his private life was off limits to those outside of his tight-knit inner circle. For a number of years before he broke big, Chris had an on-again, off-again relationship with a woman named Christine White. Christine is someone I met through a mutual friend who, you know, was also had a love and a passion for the entertainment industry, for poetry, for music, just for culture. And, you know, we became really close. Barely a month after releasing his debut album, Christine told Ludacris she was pregnant. And on August 10th, 2001, Karma Bridges was born in Atlanta, Georgia. For her 24-year-old father, life would never be the same. The first time seeing her was the best day of my life. You see someone who is an extension of yourself, mind, body, spirit, soul. It's just, it's a spiritual experience. I literally went from being selfish to selfless in like 60 seconds, knowing that it's no longer about me whatsoever. I have a person to take care of. Coming up, Ludacris comes to grips with his father's illness when Behind the Music continues. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is where the first video was shot. What's your fantasy? Right in this parking lot. So we got this picture right here, which is funny as hell, because you see fate with the mean face in the background. You got me on top of the car. Whenever you shoot your very first video, you haven't really all the way come into yourself in terms of how you're supposed to appear on camera, what you're supposed to do. So I remember them saying action in the first take. Everybody was laughing at me because I was kind of like on the LL Cool J smooth cool side. And then they was like, cut! What the hell are you doing, Chris? What the hell? They had to come holler at me and it was, I was, they was like, all right. I was good, do it again, second take. And that's where Ludacris was birthed from that point on. In the fall of 2001, after an enormously successful debut effort, Ludacris put the finishing touches on his sophomore album, Word of Mouth, a collection of lyrics about money, cars, and chicks. It was not going to be any sophomore jinx. I knew we were going continuously up. And like I said, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Ludacris is like the Yosemite Sam of our music. He just fires off at the mouth. What do you do when you hear that song? Tell the truth. You move, bitch. <laughs> Word of mouth hit number three on the Billboard 200, moving almost four million units and taking Luda's career to the next level. We're everywhere. Exposure is crazy all over television. You know, I've created my space. I'm making my mark in music history. And I remember Pepsi coming to me, you know, wanting to give me an endorsement deal. In the summer of 2002, Ludacris and Pepsi teamed up to create two commercial spots, one of which would air during the upcoming Super Bowl. You immediately think about Michael Jackson. You know, he had a Pepsi deal. Like, what does this mean? We have a Pepsi deal, Michael Jackson had a Pepsi deal. Like, this is some real, real next level. And then it's, somebody hits the brakes. Next thing you know, I get a call. Some guy named Bill O'Reilly is talking about you on television. Like, who's Bill O'Reilly? Calling Luda a thug rapper who espouses violence, intoxication, and degrading conduct toward women, the conservative Fox News pundit attacked Ludacris's lyrics and called for Pepsi to drop him from their endorsement deal. He was every day on TV. I mean, every day he got worse and worse and worse. I mean, Bill was on his campaign. Ultimately, Pepsi succumbed to public pressure and terminated its contract with Ludacris. The commercial spots Luda shot would never see the light of day. On an emotional level during that time, man, I was 
I was furious. Of course, I wanted to like, I wanted to whoop somebody's ass. That's how I felt, definitely. I 100% felt like it was racist. To this day, Ludacris remains unapologetic about his material, and he refuses to change. Whenever someone says ho in rap music, people who don't understand it, they just instantly think they were talking about women. No, men are hoes too. So what are you mad at? What's misogynistic if I'm saying that both men and women are hoes? I particularly re remember being a hoe at a certain point in my life. <laughs> the Bill O'Reilly controversy cost Luda millions, but the publicity also increased his visibility. In 2002, Luda was offered a part in John Singleton's upcoming film, Too Fast, Too Furious. I kind of jumped at the opportunity because I knew acting was something that I was very interested and curious about. Proving a quick study, Ludacris' next film was the provocative 2004 hit, Crash, which explored racism in America. Crash was probably one of the best experiences of my life, man. So many A-list actors and actresses in this movie. Acting in movies, the whole process, man, I just learned that it's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. Critically acclaimed, Crash picked up three Oscars, including Best Picture at the 2005 Academy Awards. But Luda's crossover success was bittersweet. In 2006, his father was diagnosed with diabetes and was given a chilling warning from his doctors. Continuing to hit the bottle would soon kill him. You can't fix everything. I mean, you can have money, you can have uh, fame, but there are certain things that you cannot fix. There were times he would sit down, look at me. You know, he'd cry in front of me and tell me, I'm going to stop, son, but he didn't do it. I knew it was only so much time left for my father. In early 2006, doctors told Ludacris' father, Wayne Bridges, that continuing to drink alcohol while he was battling diabetes was a ticking time bomb. His body just slowly started to wear down on him. He was slowly killing himself. I would always ask him, what do you think about it all? And he's like, man, you know, I'm praying for the best, but also enjoying my time with him if this is going to be the only time that I have. That is why he did the Grew Up a Screw Up video in which he put his father with a cameo. Grew Up a Screw Up was a record Ludacris inserted onto his fifth studio album, aptly entitled Release Therapy. Replacing his trademark cornrows with a fresh new look, Luda's newest effort spawned two number one singles and debuted atop the Billboard 200. The album was also nominated for a Grammy. But in February of 2007, as Luda prepared to leave for the award show, his father's condition took a turn for the worse. It was a very, 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 very tense time. Wayne entered the hospital and slipped in and out of consciousness, losing his ability to communicate with his only son. I was debating about going to the Grammys because I was at his side during this whole, you know, period. And so people had to convince me that he would want me to go to the Grammys because I had a great chance of winning Album of the Year. I dedicated my Grammy speech to him and I asked everybody in the world on national television to pray for my father because I didn't want him to go. It was 100% special for me. All the emotion that was going on during that time with my father, I felt like I wanted for him. And as soon as I went backstage, man, I just kind of broke down. 
Just two weeks later, Ludacris was by his father's bedside when at just 52 years old, Wayne Bridges took his final breath. If you were to ask me, you know, what am I proudest of my son about? And I think it's him releasing his father and telling him it's okay. I remember being in the hospital and his blood pressure being through the roof and me making basically a mixtape of songs for him. The same songs that I used to listen to when I was a kid that I would wake up to in the morning that he made me love. And I put the headphones on him while he was in the hospital bed and his blood pressure came all the way down. That made, it was, it, it was peace for me. By 2009, Ludacris was a hip-hop superstar, a widely respected lyricist with a trademark flow. But in the spring of that year, he took one of the biggest risks of his career. When Atlanta party promoter Scooter Braun asked Luda if he'd collaborate on a record with an up-and-coming singer. Chris has known Justin from when Justin was 13 when I first moved into Atlanta. He goes, well, send me the record. Instead of, you know, sitting here saying, oh man, I don't, you know, I shouldn't get on a, a young boy's song or I shouldn't do this and I do that, I strictly just listen to the music. So I called Chris and Chris literally said, I love this song. This is a smash. I'm going to get on it. And it really put a little flavor and edge onto a very mainstream uh, sounding pop song. The music video for Baby was released online in February 2010. And by July, was the most viewed video in YouTube history, today capturing an unbelievable 874 million views and counting. What's more, Ludacris was now idolized by every tween across the planet, including his then 10-year-old daughter, Karma. Never in a million years would I thought I have a daughter that thinks that I'm even cooler because I did a song with a kid that she looks up to. Luda is a loving parent to his teenage daughter and has finally found the perfect balance between his career and fatherhood. It's about experiences, it's about wisdom, it's about knowledge, it's about sharing all these different things and making sure that you are not just there in the present, but there with your child, mentally, spiritually, physically. I'm extremely proud of Chris for what he's achieved in the music and the film industry. Mostly I'm proud of him as the man that he's become, the father that he is. I don't know a stronger man than Chris. Today, Luda's reach is far and wide. He's a successful businessman, restaurateur, and the founder of the Ludacris Foundation, a not-for-profit aimed to inspire youth through education and memorable experiences. Through sheer ambition and an endless amount of hard work, Christopher Brian Bridges has earned the fantasy he once dreamed of. I had my goals very early on. Knew what I wanted to be, knew what I wanted to do. That's where I'm at in my life. You know, continuing forward to become the absolute best man I can possibly be before I expire on this thing we call Earth. Ludacris continues to be a trailblazer in both the music and film industries. In 2015, he released his highly anticipated eighth studio album, Ludaversum, 
The album's track list is jam-packed with features from huge artists like John Legend, Usher, Miguel, and many more. Since appearing in Fast and Furious 2, Ludacris has starred in the franchise's subsequent films. Not only has Ludacris flourished in his professional life, but he has also poured time and energy into the Ludacris Foundation, earning him accolades from the Chronicle of Philanthropy and Black Enterprise magazine. Ludacris has enjoyed massive success, and all of the milestones, awards, and fame can be traced back to his first radio show in Atlanta. There, he learned how to harness his ambition, a lesson that he has manifested throughout his career. Listen and subscribe to Behind the Music on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to rate and review Behind the Music on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Want more episodes? You can watch Remastered, Best of the Vault, and new episodes of Behind the Music only on Paramount+. Plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.